1: Happy Holi guys. Holi is the festival of colors in India.
0: Happy Holi and I think the only colors I can think of are the different colored Pirelli compound tires. (laughs) In fact, the colors of the Pirelli tires are the primary colors we play Holi with in India.
1: Gunal, that is a very astute observation. <laughs> and I'm sure all our listeners who haven't played Holi are actually googling it right now as we speak. Yes. <laughs> I am only going to pray that the holy colored Pirelli tyres do not fail us in 2017.
0: Fingers crossed. <laughs> By the way, Formula One on social media wished fans happy Holi. And uh, only that they used images of the Abu Dhabi Grand Prix. I don't know why did they do that. I wonder, did Formula 1 lose the backup of images of the Indian Grand Prix? (laughs) That's possible, right?
1: I mean, to give them the benefit, it was a really, really, really long time ago. Maybe they just forgot it happened.
0: (laughs) Interestingly and thankfully, and this has got nothing to do with the Indian Grand Prix, Liberty Media has said that European races are key to Formula 1's future. And I just love the sound of that. They're talking of reviving races in France and Germany. And again, they're making... The right noises.
1: No wonder Bernie Ecclestone did not want to stay on. <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, this week's episode of the Inside Line F1 podcast is really, really exciting. We're going to crack a few more jokes. Okay, a lot more jokes at the expense of McLaren Honda.
0: In fact, we tell you what if McLaren switch engine suppliers mid season? And more importantly, can they?
1: That's a very pertinent question. Renault say that they're on target for 2017, and I'm not sure whether being unreliable was their target, but okay.
0: (laughs) And lastly, we look forward to the 2017 Australian Grand Prix, where Max Verstappen could unveil a new party trick.
1: My God, anything with Max Verstappen in it is exciting for me already. Yeah,
0: so stay tuned till <laughs> the very end of this podcast like you do every single week.
1: <laughs> yes, guys, only a few more days to go and the 2017 Formula One season will be go, go, go. <laughs> I can't wait to hear, you know, that, that amazing uh, sound that goes, the five lights illuminate. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And probably the freight is on its way to Australia already.
1: But I have to ask you, where is my ticket? You had promised the entire Inside Line F1 podcast team at least one race this season. Oops. That's the only reason why I'm on this podcast in the first place. <laughs> Hell, you know what? You had promised us a garage tour too. And now when I remember properly, you had also promised me a private karaoke session with Kimi Raikkonen. <laughs> And a coffee date with Pastor Maldonado since he has nothing better to do these days.
0: He's still not unblocked me on Twitter.
1: (laughs) Kunal, you had promised me a personalized Alonzo emoji.
0: (laughs) Okay, guys, she's not drunk, I promise you. We have a breath analyzer test before we enter into the studio.
1: I just hope, Kunal, your promises are not like Hondas. Oops. Because in that case, I am not getting anything and I should just be happy with like my TV coverage of the season. <laughs>
0: And all the thousands of listens you're getting every single podcast. <laughs> but you got to make up your mind? Would you rather go watch a race or would you go to Kimi Raikkonen's karaoke bar in Helsinki? We can actually book tickets once you make up your mind.
1: <laughs> I was just thinking that I wish I had Toto Wolf as my uh, representative.
0: <laughs> You'd have a bit of both. Of I would have of-
1: had all of the above. I would be <laughs> driving for Mercedes right now. Anyway. <laughs>
0: So while we're waiting for the Australian Grand Prix to begin, of course, the season for the Inside Line Formula 1 podcast team started in the first week of January itself. We've actually been holding fort while the teams have been figuring their cars out, uh, the drivers their fitness, and more importantly, Honda their engine.
1: I think Honda is just figuring out their life and their future and all of that. <laughs> but now that eight days of pre-season testing are over, I think it's a good time, Kunal, to do a quick recap.
0: Yes, a quick recap because, you know...
1: Everything in Formula 1 is quick. (laughs) (laughs) So Mercedes, Ferrari, Red Bull Racing, they all seem to be closer. And I'm wondering if we will actually have a battle on our hands. Or, big or, will Mercedes just go out there and unleash their true pace in Australia?
0: Something we've all feared.
1: And no one is going to be surprised if that's what happens. I think I'm echoing the thoughts of every single person in Formula One.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, reports indicate that Ferrari are indeed closer to Mercedes, more so in race pace. Red Bull Racing, for that matter, are probably a little behind. But the key summary of the pre-season tests is that... Neither of the teams are willing to accept the favourite tag. They're literally passing it around like a parcel.
1: I'm just wondering if that's ominous in any way, given how they're all just going around praising the other teams. Strange. I'm guessing this is Mind Games 101.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So the sharp end of the grid might be tight to choose from, yes. But the bottom, I have a feeling it's going to be Sauber versus McLaren. Or maybe just McLaren against their own selves.
1: (laughs) It's going to be McLaren against that racetrack, you know, as they struggle to get to the end of it.
0: Maybe they'll put a GP2 car out there to just see if it goes quicker than McLaren.
1: (laughs) Ouch. Ouch. (laughs) Well, I'm not sure about you, but McLaren are my favorites for 2017. And you know, they're definitely trying hard. Let's give them that, guys. McLaren taking nothing away from you guys. But their struggles and their trial and their tribulations are definitely helping us hit some amazing ratings on iTunes and Audioboom. <laughs> so yes, thank you, McLaren. <laughs> <laughs> and with the new
0: season just about to start, we have a new announcement as well. So we are now also available on Google Play Podcasts. So take your pick and subscribe to us on any of these platforms.
1: Or all of these platforms, yeah, guys. That'll be awesome,
0: right? <laughs> So, Mithila, yes, you are right about McLaren. And probably they are wondering right now, with manner not in the equation, is there a spare Mercedes engine waiting to be supplied?
1: At what point will they finally give up and just activate their backup plan? Do they even have a backup (laughs) plan?
0: (laughs) I think... Jensen Button is McLaren's backup because if Fernando Alonso goes, they'll just call Jensen Button, <laughs> who'll probably be running a triathlon somewhere and say, Okay, Zach, I'll be over to the factory. Yeah,
1: maybe just <laughs> jumping into that car will be the fourth leg of his triathlon.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and uh, seriously speaking, and we've actually had a few listeners asking this to us, especially on Facebook. So if McLaren choose to switch engine suppliers mid-season, which they can. It's just that they lose all World Constructor Championship points earned till that very race, which means that they will actually start from zero with the new supplier.
1: Kural, that's assuming that they've earned any points to begin with in the first (laughs) place. Basically, McLaren will not lose much.
0: (laughs) (laughs) They'll actually gain some horsepower because Alonso's anywhere said there's some 30 horsepower. No, he said he's 30 kilometers per hour slower on the straight. That's unbelievably slow for a Formula One car. And (laughs) what's even more slow is that Fernando Alonso, in his debut years with Minardi was... 2.8 seconds off the fastest lap in testing. And this year, he has been three and a half seconds slower.
1: I feel so bad for Fernando Alonso. He has said repeatedly that one bad season will not force him to quit. Given how much we love him, I don't want him to ever remember that, Fernando, this is not one bad season. This is your third bad season with McLaren. <laughs> Assuming it's bad, of course. Yeah,
0: you know, we'll we'll be okay if Fernando doesn't tune into this week's episode. But here's another funny one that I read. So, Fernando Alonso was asked by a journalist if he could take the super-fast right-hander turn three... Flat out in Barcelona, and he actually said that with the power they are generating with the Honda engine, all corners are flat out.
1: <laughs> Poor guy! Yeah,
0: I really hope that the Japanese technicians of Honda don't really understand English too much, especially Spanish accented English that Alonso speaks because <laughs> this is not just below the belt, this is on the face. <laughs>
1: I don't think we'll ever have enough of McLaren and Honda and Fernando Alonso. And damn those jokes, Kunal. I'm just wondering if Van Doon feels left out <laughs> or relieved. I don't know.
0: <laughs> and uh, we're not done yet, actually, because McLaren and Honda have used the towing vehicle more than any other team on the grid during pre-season testing. And I wonder if they've actually factored this in, in their operating costs for the current season.
1: <laughs> I'm just wondering if that's a potential sponsorship deal, yeah? <laughs> like, not that.
0: Now that's gone to Williams and JCB <laughs> for Lance Stroll. Maybe a competitor somewhere.
1: I'm also wondering who the hell is going to pay for this. Is it going to be McLaren or Honda? <laughs> but with all the good, amazing Honda-McLaren jokes that, you know, we've been cracking the has down.com. there's a website called that you know that's probably the most lame joke i've ever heard i agree i agree <laughs> it's like one fan aced it with that website for maldonado i think that was last year or the season before and then someone came up with a similar one for stroll and now there's one for mclaren guys it's not funny if you'll say the same joke again and again and again and again <laughs>
0: And uh, so, a fan on Facebook, I think his name was Michel, he predict- He has already predicted this year's World Constructors' Championship and he has predicted that the safety car will finish ahead of the McLaren Honda. <laughs> now, that's a damn good genuine joke, Michelle. Thank you very much. We've used it and we've given you credits.
1: In fact, the Trump-coloured car, as we like to call McLaren these days, uh McLaren has gone and refuted news reports in typical Trump style. So, there was a report that McLaren had handling issues. And now the team has gone and called it fake news.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, fake news debuts in Formula 1 too. Okay, so moving on, fans are of course very excited. Not about the McLaren Honda pace or probably about their jokes. But Ferrari seem to be quick. Like we've said, testing times have actually woken up the Scuderia. And I'd still suggest that we wait for Australia because in 2016, Ferrari ended pre-season testing uh, two-tenths ahead of Mercedes. In 2017, they're actually three-tenths ahead. But we all know how it turned out last season. So it's not going to be easy for us. It's not going to be easy for either of their teams.
1: Or for the fans, or in fact, even the drivers. Yes. Speaking of the drivers, so Bottas was much closer to Hamilton in the second round of testing, which is good news for all of us. Yes, yes. Thank we need, God. We need,
0: if the Mercedes are dominant, we need two drivers fighting in there. What's better news was that Lance Stroll did not do another Maldonado. And I'm sure he was mentored to calm down and told that, listen, just rake in all those miles because what you're paying for is to race that car and not keep crashing it. <laughs>
1: Pascal Verline made a silent debut in the Sauber. And that too... Kunal, did you notice he had a blackened Mercedes logo atop his helmet? So he's clearly reminding all of us that he is racing a Ferrari-powered car.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's also an interesting branding... uh, Guerrilla branding opportunity for Mercedes in my view. But anyway, I saw the final number of laps and kilometers clocked in testing by each team and driver. And it seems that the final number of laps... Uh, by each team correlated to where that team finished last season. Yeah, so I've been a little verbose. You can (laughs) rewind (laughs) 10 seconds and hear me back again. So Mercedes did 6,000 odd laps in 2016 and just 5,100 laps in 2017. That's 900 laps less. So basically, they know that the others have to do all the catching up. And uh, Ferrari, who are in fact doing all the catching up, did 100 more than their tally in 16.
1: But Kunal, their 100 more was still 150 less than Mercedes. Basically, two whole race distances.
0: Could this be the actual distance by which Ferrari could lose over the course of the entire year? You never know.
1: That's interesting.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And uh, here are the funny ones, actually. Uh, Force India did exactly the same number of laps in 2017 as they did as they did in 16. That's about 780 laps, and I thought that uh, the team finishing fourth would mean more money for more petrol to test that bit more, but clearly not. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's actually a good joke. I thought you were going to say something like, "I hope they're as consistent as they were in 2016 or something."
0: <laughs> and. Uh, So Haas' Formula 1 team did double the number of laps and uh, it seems that the Americans are getting more and more confident in this British sport and Haas in fact did more laps or twice the number of laps as McLaren this season.
1: My worry is for Red Bull Racing. So we know that they're a team who is eyeing the top step of the podium, but Kunal, they're only 7th on the overall testing mileage list and there's some 150 odd laps lesser than last season.
0: So, frankly, I think all Renault teams are in some sort of trouble and they know that. And they've managed nearly 3,800 kilometers less in testing than Mercedes and Ferrari power teams. And Renault, in fact, have said that they are still on target for 2017. So, for Red Bull Ricciardo Verstappen's sake, let's really hope that they are.
1: But Renault is not in as much trouble as the Honda power team McLaren. In fact, Honda's troubles have probably masked some of Renault's issues. That's an
0: interesting point. We didn't think of it.
1: Yeah, McLaren has managed the least number of laps this season too in testing. Surprise, surprise. And Kunal, this is 40% lesser in 2016. So the news has only gotten worse (laughs) for the team, unfortunately. So
0: if they score 40% less points than 2016. There is some bit of correlation here. But.
1: <laughs> We're just going crazy with yeah. our statistics. <laughs> and
0: uh, as for Honda, since they only supply to one team as a power unit manufacturer, they have had at least 10,000 kilometers of testing less than Mercedes, Ferrari and Renault. So, all in all, (laughs) some really bad news if you're a McLaren, Honda fan.
1: I thought you were going to say that 10,000 kilometers is the distance that McLaren is going to lose out by over the season. (laughs) 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 Though, you know what I am really worried about? I don't think McLaren-Honda managed to log more than 20 laps at a stretch. Basically, I'm concerned about whether they'll be able to manage an entire race distance in Australia.
0: That's actually a million-dollar question.
1: Alonso and Wandoon would be so annoyed with the team, you know, cursing McLaren because what is the point of superhuman fitness if the cars don't test it? <laughs>
0: <laughs> but the one thing that Alonso might be willing to bet on is the million-dollar question you asked. Can McLaren go the race distance in Australia And he'll probably make more money this way, I think, because uh, I'm sure he's not unlocking any of his performance bonuses for the last couple of years as well.
1: By the way, Fernando Alonso has the least number of laps in pre-season testing this year. Only 190. Oops. So, one more chart that he's at the <laughs> bottom of, unfortunately. It's like
0: roughly four race distances. But... Ouch.
1: In fact, you know, Pascal Wehrlein participated in only one test. And he has done more laps than Fernando. (laughs) That's like major burn.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And Alonso did not even participate in the race of champions. So net-net Alonso has lesser track time. But anyway, enough of the preseason testing. We've pretty much pulled out every single data and resource we could. And it's now time to look forward to the Australian Grand Prix, where we will know who's quick and who's not. And very crucially, who's able to overtake and who won't be able to overtake.
1: Speaking of overtaking, Massa has already said that he was much quicker than the Sauber, but he just could not overtake.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, folks, I think that's just because that's Felipe Massa we're talking about here. I can't really remember... One really memorable overtake that Massa has had all these years. Don't get me wrong, I really like the driver. (laughs) And this is also probably why Rob Smedley has said that the 2017 cars are suiting Massa's style. That's (laughs) probably the non-overtaking style he's had all these years.
1: I am actually very, very excited to see Max Verstappen's brand new party trick. And Kunal, that is not just standing on the top step of the podium. <laughs> his new party trick is juggling. How cool is that?
0: Yeah, I saw a video of that on social media.
1: The shui is now like, you know, way back last season in 2016.
0: <laughs> so if Max does get onto the podium, he'll have his podium hat. He'll have... A champagne bottle and he will have a trophy so three things he can use to juggle (laughs) this season
1: (laughs) lastly GP2 is now called F2 so what will GP3 be called since F3 already exists
0: (laughs) and guess what there's also a formula Renault 2.5 series that exists so Some numerology will be needed here, I guess. Uh, But overall, it's good because Liberty Media is trying to clean up the system and they're working to market formula racing completely.
1: And that's it from us, folks. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is also the last of our pre-season episodes because next week, guys, it's going to be our pre-Australian Grand Prix episode. Y'all do not want to miss it.